Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Craig of the Creek, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. And Alex Bonilla. Hola. Today we're talking the latest five episodes of Craig of the Creek, the August episodes that are airing, I believe, on TV from August 20th to 24th. Um, they are Ace of Squares, Doorway to Helen, The Last Kid in the Creek, The Climb, and Big Pinchy of, uh, yeah, Craig of the Creek episodes. Yeah, Big Pinchy. We're very excited to talk about Big, Big Pinchy. Pinchy. Uh, are we? I am. I don't know. Okay. Alex, uh, Alex is apparently Big not. Pinchy might be the new Rupert, honestly. <laughs> He's pretty fun. People don't understand what that means, but okay. <laughs> we talk Craig of the Creek. Well. Every uh, release here on the Overly Animated Podcast, find us at OverlyAnimated.com. Search for Craig of the Creek, uh, Overly Animated on iTunes, or subscribe to us on YouTube at OverlyAnimated.com slash YouTube. Um, so yeah, make sure you've seen these five episodes they are airing on TV this upcoming week. They're currently on the CN app and website. Um, spoilers for all of these and previous episodes of Craig of the Creek. Uh, Michelle, what do you think of this batch of episodes? I know we keep saying this every time we podcast on the show, but basically every all these episodes feel like the the series continues to hit its stride and keeps getting like like better jokes, better character moments. It's just so consistently good. Like I feel like we've been saying that every time, so it feels a little monotonous. But like I only would say it because like it keeps being true. Like there's so many funny gags in the episodes. You know, we we've been talking about Craig sometimes suffers because he's the main character for not being as interesting but i feel like he has some really standout moments in these episodes and it's kind of a a nice relief to see him growing finally um and i have a lot more excitement and faith in his character going forward at this point seeing what they've been able to do with him in these last five in particular so yeah i was i was really high on these like this is this is always such an enjoyable show to watch the quality is always so so high um so i i'm a big fan there's a lot there's a lot of stand-up moments to talk about, but like overall, for the five of them, like there was not a dud among them. So good job. Good job, team. All around. <laughs> good job, team. Are, are we are good, we good are we job. the team? Craig team. Oh, no, no the Craig, Craig team. team. Okay. <laughs> we'll see if we did a good job at the end, but okay. Uh so Michelle liked them. Alex, what do you think? Uh, I am also still impressed, just as I usually am when Craig of the Creek airs. Um, I think in addition to stuff that Michelle said, I, we always praise the side characters on this show, and like they're introducing more side characters, and they continue to be interesting. But they're also going back to old introduced characters, like the, the witches in the last kid in the creek, and they're like they r- raise the quality of the episode when they show up. So I just like the the fact that th- they're able to have quality characters no no matter like how long we've gone without seeing them or if they're new and like we're like 20 episodes in we're still introducing new characters and they're still fun to be around so i I really enjoy that about craig of the creek and and i think the stories they're they're trying to do are a a little bit more complex than i was expecting the point where like at at least one of these episodes i had to rewatch because like the first time i watched like what's going on but and i did i going into craig of the creek existing like i wouldn't expect that kind of a narrative complexity to to this show but it manages to do that with a very grounded um setting here so uh, all in all i still continue to be impressed by craig of the creek and i think that these episodes there may be one or two duds but like it overall like it just continues the consistency and quality we've been getting from this show from the beginning yeah in in terms of that uh a complex episode I, you could be talking about probably you're talking about doorway to hell but you also probably could be talking about last Kid, last kid in the creek i feel like it could apply um, to yeah, but, but both of them could apply yeah, yeah. I, I was referring more to helen but yeah, uh, both yeah. Kind of complicated episodes yeah okay um yeah good stuff i think all five of these are great uh the show does continue to be really really excellent and uh, uh you know everything we've said before just impressive that you know 25 episodes in still really really good and uh, I think that all, all of them are good. And Doorway to Helen is uh, one of my favorites ever from this show. I think it's an absolutely incredible episode. I was so into it and I'm so into everything they're doing there. Um, in addition, I love Ace of Squares. I love Big Pinchy, obviously Big mm-hmm. Pinchy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we just listen, we got to listen to the song many times, you know, add it to the pantheon of JP songs. It's so good. <laughs> all two, all two of the pantheon. Yeah, pantheon yeah. is a strong word. Oh, it's a growing pantheon. Grow. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it'll grow. Yeah, uh, but the, those are great. And then there's uh, Last Kid in the Creek, such a weird, complex episode, and there's some strong stuff in there, and the climb's just a really solid one as well. So, um, yeah, and they, they do keep adding side characters, which is 
baffling um that in like a good <laughs> it's way it's working though so yeah. yeah it's like wow this is another distinct character that has its own particular personality that's awesome they have probably like 50 side characters yeah now. Like, oh easily at this point yeah um yeah kind of crazy that I, I like that we can we're able to go back to the witches in a in a casual setting here and um just as like part of a larger episode um and yeah i mean this just says really good things about the show moving forward if we can just continually add these side characters to our like toolbox and use old ones and uh it, a, lot, a lot a lot of promising things we could do with this in the future um but yeah okay so i said dory to helen my favorite of the bunch michelle what do you think's your favorite here uh top two dory to helen and last kid in the creek but ace of squares is very good and big pinchy's one of the funniest ones on my opinion because i love jp so and the climb's great i mean the the climb might be the, the least intriguing but it's still a solid episode and all the rest of those four i feel like anyone could pick a fave and i wouldn't question their choice because they're also good a fave yeah um yeah the climb's the most traditional episode but i still think it's it's very solid and yeah, there's some yeah. Good moments. yeah um alex what's your favorite of the five uh i i really like dory to helen especially on the rewatch i also really enjoyed last kid in the creek the the climb i enjoyed too and then like on the bottom tier i have ace of squares and big pinch <gasps> together like you. ace of squares alex but it's so relatable. Uh, those the silly rules for foursquare that really hit me uh, okay so foursquare is that a real game <laughs> okay yeah, okay let's okay let's talk about ace of squares square since we're there i did not have foursquare in my school okay so like okay. i know i know it exists but like the first thing that comes to my mind is the app, not the game. <laughs> no, no. Not what, that. what is the app? It's kind of like Google. Is it like Google Plus, right? Where you like mark where you've oh. been and like you, you get coupons you can, or something you can't based describe on something like Google Plus. No one knows what that is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to know what that is. YouTube forces yeah, them to Michelle, know. Michelle, what, what, what was Foursquare in your childhood? Uh, so it was next to the hopscotch it's just like a you know like on the black turf behind your school the hopscotch and the four square and they give you the red ball and you play everyone sucked at four square but we still had to try it it was part of pe you're required to for a couple of grade levels i think like second through fourth grade you had to do four square and a lot of kids weren't very good and you got hit in the face with the ball a lot or you had to like run after it for eons um, but I mean, this made it look awesome. And maybe some kids had way more fun for square, but we always, the, the move we would always do that everyone hated was the cherry bomb. Cherry bomb. We'd like, yeah. yeah. You'd run and like throw it as hard as you could yeah. and it would bounce over that poor kid's head. You'd never catch it. You only did it to the people you didn't like <laughs> and you, they would know that and hate you forever. Um, but that's what I remember about Foursquare. So I, I liked Ace of Squares for bringing back those memories. Yeah. See, yeah. look, the dodgeball is much simpler, okay? You don't need all these it fancy is... squares. Just <laughs> one half and one thing. other half. It's so exciting it to straight. move up a square, though, Alex, because usually it's by accident because you don't really know what you're doing. But if you make it to that third square, you feel so amazing. You feel so powerful because you don't know how you got there, but you know you're almost the alpha, and that's so exciting. Yeah. Well, well mm-hmm. th- th- this episode definitely gets across the whole power dynamic of the four oh, yeah. square. Take it uh, to an extreme. Community. Yeah, okay, yeah. I also had uh four square in elementary school a lot. Um that was a big a, a big memory that I got from this episode. We've talked a lot about how this ep- this show really hits on uh nostalgia things for, from our childhoods. Yeah. This is another big hit for me was uh four square. Yeah, I remember I think I was good at four square. I think kid people were good at this. <laughs> but, you got kids out that yeah, was I you think, doing I don't, you really, I don't really remember. But yeah, Cherry Bomb is the one that I remember the oh. most, like the special attack, because I'm surprised yeah. they didn't do it in the episode. Um, but I also remember Popcorn, Corners, Typewriter. They did those three. I remember those. Um, I don't remember any of those. You yeah. guys really played Foursquare at your school. Yeah, no, I, think, I think these were all like real, real rules. I don't know about like Deepest Secret. I don't know if that was Yeah, real, Deepest Secret yeah. was pretty intense. That poor kid. <laughs> yeah. he, had, he couldn't prepare for that. Yeah, Aaron. Uh, Aaron is a crush on Kelsey. What do we think of yeah. uh, Aaron? Big character. <laughs> <laughs> that was his only big moment. Yeah, um, and he was shirtless too, man. Like, yeah, imagine uh, yeah, having to admit your crush like that. Extra vulnerable, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, but no, yeah, but this is this is a definitely a, a real thing and a thing that uh, came out of like me and elementary school. All these like uh, weird things in Foursquare. I hadn't thought about Foursquare in in years, right? So. <laughs> It's it's I think the show continues to do really awesome stuff like that. Um what is, Toman is a big part of this episode. Um I think he's incredible. He's maybe yeah, he's may, very cool. Maybe one of my new faves, honestly, Toman. Um the solely because of his tomato garden scene. Um <laughs> What? Where, 
Hilarious. I mean, also that, that, that was very beyond beautiful. his years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's uh he says I found I found peace growing red balls instead of throwing red balls. <laughs> uh, also, the the creek is always running, but it never changes right. its sneakers. <laughs> like, how old is this? Like, he seems like he's Craig's age, but clearly he's eons above him um, in thoughts and wisdom. Yeah, he's well th- thoughts because wisdom. I mean, he gives himself all these crazy nicknames. I, I hesitate true. to call he him wise. Is- Still probably not even 11 yet, right? So maybe he can't help still being a silly kid. Yeah, I love all his uh, nicknames for himself, and uh, he's he's very wise, and uh, he's yeah, he's just like he a he's a specific he's like a parody of this like specific type of like uh, sports movie trope or whatever, right? Like he's uh, he he falls into that role, and I think it's done really well. Um, yeah, I just this episode really clicks to me when we go to him growing tomatoes. Like that's that's a great scene, um, and it's a great great episode for Craig, who we see like a tough guy Craig persona yeah. as he's the new ace and. Uh, He's uh yeah he has a new look uh I think uh, Craig's ace look I think it's pretty cool. And, I liked uh, his ace look too. I just hope he didn't get sunburned with his shirt open all day. <laughs> That's what you're concerned about. <laughs> that can happen to kids. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you're concerned for Craig there. Um, but yeah, he's he's the ace, and it's like uh, everyone wants to get him out, uh, so he's trying to. Uh, He's he's trying to transfer. He's uh he he needs to get a, Kelsey and JP out. He does this head thing that uh Kelsey can't do with Mortimer, and then uh he does prime time with JP. <laughs> that was a really fun cut scene between him like explaining yeah. the rules. He's like, oh yeah, totally, and then it just cuts to him yeah, getting he's out. He's got to say a prime number. Yep, JP. Yeah, <laughs> poor JP. Yeah, uh, but then they're going back to simple four square, and uh, then the the candy kid, uh, Bobby. Bobby, yeah, Bobby is Bobby. Uh, the new the new ace. Also, we have, we're calling Craig Peanut Headed. I thought that was a funny gag. With uh, JP's like, uh, he's probably gonna make fun of your uh, shape of your head. <laughs> like, and Craig's it, like, why would he do that? And JP's like, uh, no reason. Yeah, is that a thing? Is Craig have a peanut head? I didn't I didn't thought of that that before. I don't think so. Like his head's pretty round. I don't maybe, maybe in profile. Head. Like if you look at more like a macadamia side. nut or a hazelnut. Yeah, maybe from profile. That's true. Yeah. Um. Is, uh, that, that was a good one. Oh, but speaking of, uh, uh, Bob, I guess Bob, Bobby was in the show before. Aaron, at least, there's this new new girl, Big Red. Is that what we call her? Yeah. She and just came she comes out of nowhere, nowhere and she's in she three like, out of the five episodes. episodes. Yeah. yeah. What was that? <laughs> that was very, very confusing to me. I was like, where's this girl been the whole time? I wouldn't have noticed her. Yeah. What do we think of Big Red? New fave? <laughs> she's, uh, she's very extra. <laughs> She doesn't. She doesn't she, do much in here. But. She doesn't do. She's just there in oh, a she weird, tells Craig, weird yeah. way. She, she tells reminds Craig, me uh, of digging you. Yeah. You, Dylan. You probably remember in Cozening Kids Next Door, they had that Girl Scout esque troop. There was a red haired girl who was like the the leader of that. In a weird way, she kind of reminds me of her. There's not just the red hair. Like their personalities are very different. But I kept thinking about that when I kept seeing her crop up all over the place. Okay, I don't, know. I don't remember that, but we got to get Justin on that reference. You got to Justin. Oh, I bet I will look it up. I yeah. don't know her name, but she was a big deal in that show. Yeah. Okay. Other things from Ace of Squares. Um, uh... Yeah, I, I thought. I don't know. I it's, I thought it was really between Toman <laughs> and the Four Square nostalgia. It really worked for me. Uh, I guess the, the one moment that like sticks out to me is uh, when everybody is calling out Craig for being the ace, and like at some point they like uh, one kid th- throws trash at him, and like that's the moment he cracks. He, at first, he's like, "Well, wait, I did I, I did a good thing, right?" And like everybody's just talking him down, so he just internalizes that, like, "Okay, fine, I'll act like the way you think I am." Yeah. It's like that. That part is kind of, kind of relatable in a way. Like you, you you don't know why people are talking bad about you, but if you hear it enough, like you you end up absorbing some of that and like it ends up coming out in your behavior i don't know it's a, it, that that little moment where like he just kind of cracks it's quite noticeable there you think about that kid who used to be the main kid because like maybe he was the same way and that's why he's like i hope you can handle the like the pressure of this job because everyone's like so on your case you can't help but start to get defensive and like alex was saying become the thing that you didn't want to be the thing you were trying to change yeah i think i think that's communicated well yeah this uh, you got a feel for Toman, right? That's the 
the moral of the story. Oh yeah, Michelle's linked to the, uh, yeah. the picture of the. That's the girl. Yeah, she's in like a Girl Scout esque troop, and she's really intense. And the hair just totally reminded me of her. Okay, Shawnee Fulbright. Apparently, if you want to, yes, look look her up. Okay, uh, let's. Uh, yeah, so a thumbs up on Ace of Squares. Let's. I didn't think we'd be making candy reference. I think we've compared the show to. Was it this show to KND, or we've talked about this on? We did other. in the pilot, I think. Yeah, just because there's such a huge cast of oh, characters. Oh, LARPing, it's very LARPing, kid yeah, oriented. Yeah, yeah that yeah, too. That's why. Okay, so speaking of LARPing, the uh, doorway to Helen, I feel like is a big LARPing <laughs> episode here. <laughs> none of this is uh, probably probably none of this is real, although unclear from the episode, which is a very interesting choice. Uh, yeah, the, oh, that's the thing. I, what do you mean? You don't know if this is real. Of course it was real. What do you, what do you mean? Of course uh, it was what, real. How would you guys not think it's real? Okay, no, the, 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 the dimension away? stuff. The dimension stuff. Because yeah. like no, the first time I watched, well, the first time I watched, I wasn't sure. Okay. <laughs> like, I was oh, like, Alex. Because like they did the whole go- Helen as a oh, ghost man. thing, which is a very interesting device to use. Right. But like it, the first time She's watching it, I was like, so. wait a minute, are they for real? Like, is this actually a weird dimension thing? Of course, by the end of the episode, it gets a little bit clearer, and even more so once you do a rewatch. But in the process of watching it, I was buying in. I was like, wait a minute. Is is this actually going on? I will say halfway through the episode, is like, what if she literally is a ghost? That'd be so cool. They'd have a ghost friend. But clearly, she's a homeschool kid, and that's why they're so confused. Yeah, well, there's there's other things that need to be explained, so we'll talk about it. I mean, her learning cursive is a thing that makes sense if she's homeschooled. I mean, I I learned cursive in the third grade. That happens. That's fine, but I think the the problem is why why is her creek empty? You know, what's the what's going on here? She's just there different times. Because she doesn't go to school, so when her mom lets her out, all the kids are in school, and she's like, oh, no one's here. That's literally it. I practice. She's just a normal homeschool kid, and they're going to find each other in a later episode, and we're going to see what her face looks like, and they're going to be best friends. It's going to be great. Totally normal. Everything's explainable. So I think, think, uh, you know, it's obvious that the the Dimensions thing is not real watching the episode. I think what the interesting choice is is that, like, none of the characters know that that's the case uh, in the episode. Totally. I think that's awesome. And Helen presumably doesn't even know either. She's totally yeah. buying into it the it's, same it's, as they are. It's interesting seeing it next to Last Kid in the Creek because also in that episode, Craig does not know that the witch's yeah. stuff was not real, too. So it's two episodes <laughs> in a row that uh, like Craig is clueless on the actual source of what's happening here. And they never explain it. So he's just going to... He- he's just going to grow up thinking that was really because they don't explain that they were sick at the end either. I kept yeah. waiting for them to be like, Oh, we were all sick. They're like, no, we're here. Hello. And it's like, Oh, okay. Right. He's just never going to figure it out. Right. They, you, 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 in last King of the Creek, you expect them to say, Oh, they're sick. Like remember kid yeah. in the beginning, but no, they don't. They, <laughs> <laughs> they're just there. There's both all of these there episodes. They like, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually, both of them are kind of confusing if you're not paying close attention to, to what's going on. Um, so it's very in- interesting that the, they're back to back two uh, pretty distinctive here, but let's doorway to Helen. So we meet, uh, we don't get a group name, but I assume these are the science kids. Um, yeah. Ren, um, as the main one who we talked to. And then also, we also have Faraday and Neil, I think, even though they're not named in the episode. Um, and, uh, Ren is, uh, awesome. Mo- our most I prominent yeah. new character. I think like Toman, I guess is also prominent, but she's, uh, probably the standout, uh, side character introduced in these five. What do you, what do you like about Ren, uh, Michelle? She loves science so much and she loves science to the point where she's just like hungry for the truth <laughs> at whatever cost. And I love that she's willing to cross some morally questionable lines to get her, her scientific proof. And to prove things well beyond her age range. I, I just think that's awesome. I love her ambition. And she's she's got... I like her design. I like how kind of kooky and fun she looks. It's just everything about... She's just... She's very... She's a big, strong, memorable personality. I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, I particularly like how Nia let Ren go on her entire spiel about yeah. the dimensions. But then by the end... Oh, yeah. By the way, I think I saw your worksheet over there. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> he lets yeah. Ren do his whole thing. It's like, no, but I actually... <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Ren, one of the most distinctive characters introduced in a while. Um, she was really good. Love when she, like, uh, w- wakes up as, like, uh, you were right. I was, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> I know it. Wait, about what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's just so sure she's right from the yeah, beginning. She's so good, though. It's definitely, like, top of the list of characters we need to see again. And, um, just the, the science kid, great. It's another good idea for kids we could meet. Otherwise, yeah, what's 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 with the other two? Why haven't we gotten into the the whole group as a whole? We just kind of meet Ren on her own here. 
Um, and uh, also, I think really powerful again that uh, these this is like another diverse group of kids, and they're associated mm-hmm. with science. I think the show continues to be really awesome with um, just uh, in, in introducing more side characters and them just uh, being more people of color. I think it's awesome. And uh, yeah, she's she's present throughout the whole episode. We also have um, Helen, who we don't uh, we never see her face or something. Michelle, do you think something's going on with Helen? Is there anything like is she normal? Is she just a normal homeschool kid, I mean, or does she's, she, she's I, I almost said she's as normal as any homeschool kid? But I mean, Shots yeah, fired. she's 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 a she's a normal kid. I think her thing is one, she's shy. She said that. So she gets nervous around new people. And if you're homeschooled and say she's like an only child and she's homeschooled. So she spends most of the time of the day by herself and she's kind of shy around kids anyway. So I think any any new person, especially if she started to have kind of an emotionally close relationship with them through pen palling, there's potentially more at stake if they didn't like her for whatever reason, it's just like a kid. Like there's a lot to be afraid of, especially when you're a kid and you're meeting new people. So I think it's like, it's all understandable. She's just really shy. She doesn't socialize the same way kids who go to public school do with other kids all the time. So she's just like extra cautious. I don't think anything's wrong. I don't think, I don't think she has like a physical deformity or right. anything. She's a normal kid. She's just shy and nervous. They do throw a lot of details here about like her having allergies that prevent her from being outside in a certain season. We have mm-hmm. her having sugar-free uh, um, foods and things like that. So I do think that there is something to the theory that maybe she's just, uh, she's just a bit more sensitive to certain things, and, and that may contribute to maybe her her self perception. Because also, like she's just afraid of even showing herself. So, like, I, I, uh, obviously, we're not going to find out right right away. But I do think that there's something to the idea, like, maybe there's a re- like a reason she's homeschooled is something about the fact that her parents don't think she should be interacting with other people or something. Yeah, and that and that would also explain why she, maybe she doesn't come to the creek on the weekends or something. They only let her go when there's no people around. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, that they're would in... be really interesting. I I hope I like I hope for her her that that's not the case. I want her to have a happy normal life, but that is interesting because that that's the thing, right? With the whole homeschooling yeah. thing, why can't they just meet on the weekends when there's no school? I don't um, know. Maybe her parents. I mean, maybe her parents don't like that plan. Maybe they make her do stuff on the weekend. Who knows? Yeah. She never brings up her parents, so we really don't. We have so much to speculate she, with. She says mom, mom's her teacher and then stuff yeah. like that. But yeah. Um yeah, yeah. So it seems people speculating she might have some sort of physical disability. That's why um she might not want Craig to see her. And I also noticed, like Alex said, the uh the sugar free and uh, allergies that, and yeah. I mean allergies are normal in some parents. Like I had that chemistry teacher who would not let his little daughter have anything where high fructose corn syrup was the like one of the top three ingredients of anything so no sugar cereal for that kid until she's a teenager and can buy it herself like some parents are just particular about that i don't think it necessarily points to anything larger going on i think i i do think there's evidence to support she's just really shy and being homeschooled accentuates that even more for her than a, a public school kid but uh, yeah yeah it, it could yeah. be just that her parents are protective and that explains um all, all, all of this basically, or it could be that she is she's like a, a sickly anime kid, you know, like a, a sick trope. So, uh, we'll we'll see on that. But uh, I think I think that's interesting that they leave that ambiguous at least. Um, but yeah, so we have this whole thing about uh, making this uh, interdimensional portal that Ren Ren builds, and uh, I think it's awesome. Like I love that idea. They got two doors with door frames. Where do they get those? <laughs> that's amazing. The junkyard, Junk, junkyard, yeah, probably. Um, yeah, and they set the whole thing up. It's like incredible, uh, like climactic scene to the episode of them, like trying to walk you to towards each other in the storm. And then they end up just throw exchanging the bags, um, instead because it's like about to collapse. And, um, just like that and the mood and the music, mm-hmm. um, that and the scene before of the montage of Craig sending letters and Craig and Helen talking to each other with cheesy yes. outline. Um, and, uh, them like explaining their versions of the Creek together and learning that they both love the Creek as much as the other one. Um, like being wistful that they like, can't be friends with each other. Um, despite that that's like both really special to them. And just like, again, the music and how it like look, the aesthetic and how it looks just, it's completely blown away by, um, this episode artistically and how it was presented with that scene. And then the, the following climactic scene is just so incredible. 
Uh, I do think I, this episode is a beautiful depiction of a long-distance relationship. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Or, or like just an online relationship where maybe you do yeah. never get to physically meet that person, but you still have so much closeness. Like, I'm on the same page with you, Alex. That's totally what I took out of it, too. And, and like, the, the final interaction with, with Helen, like, you can also interpret it that way, right? Like, I'm exactly. afraid you're going to be disappointed. And, like, yeah. she, she's, like, struggling to move her feet, even. Mm-hmm. So, like, that, that kind of... It's like a social anxiety that's, like, through letters, or through through texts, like it doesn't really come off. But like in person, it feels like a totally different feeling. So just like I, I, I do love how that episode kind of depicts the, the difference between like a relationship developing over over long time versus like actually getting to see that person in in person. Like the the stuff that goes through your head when stuff like that happens. Exactly. And just like writing to a pen pal or a long distance, like social online interaction, like all you really have in that kind of relationship is communication. So you get really good at like sharing things about yourself and getting into like personal stuff and getting that kind of emotional closeness. And that can make it even scarier for that to potentially change or be broken once you reveal yourself fully if you aren't used to it because you live so far away so that just really resonated with me it's like oh my god it's so true i feel that (laughs) with my online friends i haven't met yet so i just i thought it was very well handled yeah i I agree with all that okay we cracked the code dory to helen's about (laughs) online friends (laughs) i love it um they're talking about uh their they're, they're, they're versions of the creek. And this is what I mean by like, uh, why, why are they seeing different things? There's the trading tree. And then when Helen sees it's the ghost. Because ghost they're tree. in school and right, she goes right. to the rock at a different time of the day when it's warmer. Right. That's, and you know, it's like a kid exaggerated version of that. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, the, the sun rock, um, and, uh, the being warm versus it being cold. Um, and then, yeah, just in general, her describing her version of the creek is abandoned. And yeah, so it's, 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 it's like, I, I kind of love how it's like done where you, you like, you know what's happening, but it's also like, it's kind of confusing and mysterious. And also the characters mm-hmm. are under the belief of that. It just, it's like really specific mood it creates for the audience watching it. And they got Alex. They got Alex the first time. <laughs> he, was, he was hooked into that. He was like, oh, man. Tricks. Different dimensions, Craig. The show Craig. I want really, to believe. really gone far. <laughs> <laughs> He's expanded their universe in ways we couldn't have imagined in the first season alone. Yeah. Okay. Alex is Ren. That's really <laughs> determined. <to be. laughs> uh, and uh, Helen, I just want to point out, is voiced by Kamaya Face, who also voices Katrina on Star Wars The Forces of Evil. So oh, she, wow. She'll be very cute once she finally, finally shows up. I, I, I am willing to predict that. Yeah. Cute, cute, cute character voice. She has a yeah. cute profile we've seen. Yeah. So uh, how about, uh, I have to bring it up. Are, are we shipping Helen and Craig? Is there? Uh, is sure. A, why not? Is this a romantic well, interaction? Is very, very like time travelers, uh, whatever romance movie, you know, where they're sending letter. Like, I feel like there's a, that aesthetic going on here. Oh, there is like literally a movie called The Lake House or something about people from different yeah, time yeah. periods. Yes, that movie is so <laughs> ridiculous. I'm but, telling you, yeah. I feel like that's that's what's kind of going on here. Craig and Helen. I mean, is this again, they're like little, and he wants. I mean, he 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 brought up all his other friends too. So I think he, you know, step one. You know, whether there be a step two or three, step one is just for them to all be friends together and get to know her. Yeah. Step like one. Like as a yeah. group. I, yeah. I, I, int- I interpreted it as Craig um, being a little bit uh, like thinking of it as a potential romance. Um, well, also like that line where JP is like, I'm here for physical and emotional support. <laughs> like- oh, JP so pure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. we'll we'll see on that. This is the maybe the episode that most needs a sequel, I guess. Out of the, the, also, oh yeah, also the we gotta episode. see Helen. Um, but <laughs> just kind of the most dramatic episodes of the show need uh, need follow ups here. Um, so other other side note. Uh, so we got this thing with cursive, which I love. That's another kind of a nostalgia thing we brought up is uh, t- learning cursive. That's completely useless. And it, it's similar to Elvin. <laughs> Yeah, similar to Elvin. Oh, I know that was that was so I know so many nerd kids in high school who were learning <laughs> Elvins and they would probably agree with this. When you guys were in elementary school, were you told that the reason you were learning curses is because you would write and use it the rest of your life and it was this big yes, important I, thing? Because that's yeah. what you just told me. And then computers <laughs> happened and we never write a, a a freaking thing anymore. So we only use it to sign our names. It's like literally it is so useless. I hope they don't still teach it. 
Uh, I nobody think they knew told that. me that it was for formal things and it was mostly to oh, really? help you practice writing faster because the idea is if you don't lift your hand while you're writing that's, words, that's then funny. when you're writing normally, it helps you to write faster if you know how to do it in cursive. Yeah, well, if you fake, know how to do it news. nicely, but um, I, I, I think I think I think they're not uh, some some places are not teaching cursive anymore, so that's why the Craig kids don't know that, I guess. Because um, yeah, they're yeah, they're, because by my time they're already admitting like, no, you're not going to do this to, like in real life, but it is for <laughs> you're other not going to use it in real life, just in your pretend formal life. Yeah, yeah, um, so yeah that's and uh, Kelsey knows it from. Uh, she recognized it from her Bubby's birthday cards. And yeah, uh, that's so, sweet. yeah, so Bubby, uh, I think Yiddish word for grandmother. Um, so I think this is signed Kelsey is Jewish or at least mm-hmm. has a uh, Jewish grandmother. So. Well, um, she's also Hungarian. She's so Hungarian. Like, yeah. Yeah. She's Eastern European. Like that's the common um, connection. Hungarian. Right? So I'm, I'm claiming Kelsey for the tribe. Um, so Hungarian <laughs> Jewish Kelsey. Uh, this all is right. all I need. And, uh, she's joining my pantheon of Jewish Cartoon Network characters, including, uh, Oscar, uh, the elephant from, uh, Summer Camp Island, who had a similar oh, thing. Yeah. yeah. Similar thing where Oscar's uh, parents call her Bubbly. Yeah. And then, uh, we have Jared Shapiro from Powerpuff Girls, um, who's heavily coded Jewish. Uh, so yeah, those are my, those what are my three. What about Steven? Isn't, I mean, is he maybe Jewish? Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. Italian for sure. Uh, yeah, that's true. They do have the, the talent yeah. thing going on. But anyway, yeah, I really, I appreciated that being Jewish myself. Yeah. So Kelsey, uh, learning, learning more about these, these characters, even now we also had Kelsey's, uh, dad, big appearance next episode, which we'll get. That into. was really, oh, that was so cute. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Dad. And then, um, I think that's all I have for, for Dwight Helen. I, I'm super high on this. Like, I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. top, top three episode of the show, maybe top two or one best episode of Craig. I'm possible. <laughs> it's a very Anything's beautiful episode. Possible. Yeah. yeah. They're definitely making my top animation episodes of the year list. Like, uh, it's, it's super. Oh, uh, also, one thing for supporting the ship, he, he, Craig gets half a friendship bracelet at the end, and it's like in the shape of a heart. So, yes, you know, friendship. That's we, we, we got to put it together. Necklaces. It's a friendship necklace. First off, it's not a boyfriend, boy, like a partner necklace. <laughs> but you can love your friends. That's why, Alex. You can love your friends. What? Yes. Okay. See, Michelle is purer than the rest of us, so that, that's why <laughs> she, just, like, she is I, able to I, see through this. <laughs> I fight for, I fight for the, the 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 friendships between boys and girls that are platonic, always. Yes, well, that's this is the show for you. I feel like yes, if, if you're, fine, I if hope you're so. Fine. Yeah. Okay, let's talk. Uh, Last kid in the creek. This is a uh, complex a episode. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think like it kind of doesn't come together as well as some of the smaller episodes, um, because just so much is going on. Like like Dora and Helen, very like singular aesthetic and like plot line. And then Last Kid in the Creek, there's like just a lot of stuff going on. I think only the ending doesn't come together because I was like, Craig should be getting sick for that smoothie because it's got all the <laughs> sick kids' food. And why does nobody tell him they're sick? Those were the only two things. Well, that it's made like me why question. why is everyone getting sick? Is it because they're getting stuff from Kit, or is it? Because yes, of the food that's exactly eating? why. Because she's sick and she won't leave, and she sneezed all over their faces and their food. And they right. All so got if he if he if the, if the if the smoothie at the end if he got the chips from not Kit though, then he would be fine. Well, the bag was contaminated. Like, I was looking at it, and there are, like, parts that are just, like, green and grody. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't clear so was, like, if that was yeah. the bag design or if it was No, <laughs> that's the sick kid germs. That's not the bag design. That'd okay. be a terrible uh, bag design. Uh, also, maybe the orange juice in the smoothie helps keep Craig safe from all the, the oh, disgustingness of the rest of the food. That yeah. vitamin C. Or maybe it's just coming and it happened off screen. That was a kid thing, like, ma- orange juice being magical, like, non-sick, uh, <laughs> like, vitamin, anything with vitamin C. Um, but yeah, the, well, even you know, not not that it's any of it's confusing. I think it's all really well done. There's just uh, may, maybe the most jam packed episode of, of Craig. So let's go through it. So Kit, um, sick in the beginning. Um, Alex, were you feeling for your fave here? Um, mm, yes, but I, I respect her toughing it out. But at the same time, you're <laughs> Alex, that's not food. good. Yeah, and you're yeah, gonna get like, more sick if you don't take the time to get better. This is not, what college taught me. Yeah, like I get that her business is her big thing, but at the same time, like, is it worth keeping your business? If you're you're going to endanger the health of your clientele. Like, then what if you have less clientele at the end of the exactly. day? Exactly. You've, you've killed people out of being <laughs> sick. You're the sick girl. I'm not buying your apples today. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. She, she, well, she didn't want, uh, she didn't want a uh, competition. She, she wants her monopoly business. on yeah. the, on the creek. Yeah. Um, so JP's, uh, food reviews. 
Uh, I love this. JP's YouTube channel. <laughs> it does. I, I love it because it points out how stupid those those contests are of like fan submissions for flavors. Like, yeah. ooh, here's the buffalo wings and truffle flavored chips. And when you eat it, it's just like sour cream and onion. Like it tastes exactly the same. Like what, what's the point of having all these fancy flavors? Like they're, they're making you pay, pay at like a couple extra cents just to like have a different package. Like that they're, they're the, the, those Fan flavors are disgusting. So that's what we're parodying the, here. The okay. flavors are silly, but the food reviews make it all worth it, right? Because you can have this very particular local weirdo chip and get some guy on the internet to eat it. You can watch <laughs> him make faces. You're like, ah, I know what that tastes like. Yeah, he it, tried it. That's, that's is that, is that how you that's is that how you connect with the food review community? For. Yeah, I, 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 I really will say there was them, there was a podcast I used to listen to that about food nasty podcast. food. Well, at the end of the podcast, they would just test random foods like oh, people sent them, like uh, random su- sushi snacks sent in from Oregon or something. They would just eat it on on mic and like tell them. <laughs> like it was a weird kind of ending segment to it, but like through audio, it was interesting. We should do that. Do we have the budget for weird snacks, Dylan? If they're related to related to shows, I guess. We somebody send us hot cabbage and clam flavored oh, chips. We'll God. eat it on mic if you send us. If it. it's like a tie into Craig, then yeah. Yeah, <laughs> if if we find those chips are real, we should also send them to the Craig crew because no, they I probably birthed it into existence. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's, it'll be real now that they put it yeah. in there. Um, because yeah, JP- like uh, theoretically, hot cabbage is like kimchi, right? Oh, that's true. Oh, those could be kind of good then, maybe. Oh, wow, you're on board. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No. And they're like red. They're like bright red, which is like pretty cool. Oh, you didn't take long to convince you to try those chips. Interesting. Like the, they're like flaming hot Cheetos, but like more interesting but flavor, more interesting. maybe. Yeah, but it was not like hot spicy. It was hot. Uh, <laughs> so like later, just hot yeah. fire. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. JP's uh, reviews and uh, they're they're off the charts. He's twelve views on them. That's, that's great. Um, hot, yeah, the hot cabbage and clams chips. Three out of five belly freckles. Um, what do you think of JP's r- metric for <laughs> for his foods here? He had a lot more freckles on his belly than five, so I'm a little confused <laughs> about that scale stopping at five, but I guess that's fine. It's his scale. It was, it was also very strict. It was very strategic because he has to point down at his belly freckles, but at the same time he points down to hit like and subscribe. So like That's it's a true. two, in, it's a two in one Ooh. system. Wow, JP, master YouTuber here. Yeah, he is. Um, he says, but let me know what you think in the comments below, or don't. I don't base my happiness on the opinions of others. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's. If you're listening on YouTube, uh, I co sign that statement. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's great. Uh, JP more mature than all of YouTube for with that statement. So good, good job, JP. Um, and then later he says, and don't forget to watch my amazing food reviews and hit subscribe. So yeah, he doesn't forget to plug. That's still yeah. a good business practice. Yeah, um, we have this thing with Craig being a picky eater. Um, that's kind of the uh, I relate. I would not judge other people for eating nasty food. That's their choice. But I relate to being a picky eater when I was a kid. Okay. Craig's, um, Craig's a little harsher about it. He like judges everyone hardcore for their food choices all the time in this episode. Yeah, I, I do think I do think this is another kind of nostalgia thing. I feel like everyone's kind of a picky eater when they're a kid to a certain extent. So I think this is a lot of people are going to. Yeah, gonna because like that. something like liver dumplings, right? Like today, I say like, <laughs> well, Kelsey. like today I'm, I would be open to that. But as a kid, like there there was a, there was actually a, da- a Danish girl who like brought in um, pate one time and like they explained what pate was. And I was like, ew, that's disgusting. But then in, like in Guatemala, pate is cheap for some reason. And uh, I ate pate. And I was like, oh, OK, I like this. And then. At some point, I had a phase where I was eating pate like once every week or so. But like, it just like as, as a kid, like it's stuff that sounds disgusting. When you're adults, it's like, nah, eh, well, that might be fine. Yeah, yeah, basically. So I, I think that's uh, makes makes sense. He'll he'll grow out of it, Craig. And he drinks the smoothie. So is he is he done with being a picky eater now? Has he learned his? No, I don't know if he's done being a picky eater, but he's done being a pick like a food judger, which I think is way more important. Mm. So ju- hit the problem with him judging everyone. Yes, else. Okay. like he doesn't have to like all the food. Like who yeah. does? Very few people, but he won't judge them for just eating it and enjoying it. Yeah, so that's a good point. Um, we have the uh, uh, JP's sick, and then we have uh, Kelsey and Craig, uh, just the two of them in the creek, and they're dancing, which I loved. Yeah, um, it was cute. And then Craig's uh, drawing Kelsey as a strawberry for some reason. 
Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to draw those nasty chips in your portrait, though. Yeah, so that's uh, that's her portrait. And then Kelsey gets sick, and her dad is reading the letter to Craig that she wrote. And he, he has some reservations about him. <laughs> he's trying to honor her wishes. Okay, now it sounds like I'm threatening a child. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's my favorite. I loved scene her in the pose too, with the sword on her lap, yeah. like she's going to be carried out to sea on a little boat. She's very dramatic about it all. Yeah, it's 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 wonderful. Was that it's like so? Is that a video that they recorded and sent Craig, or is he? Uh, I think like so. Face, or is he? Are they are they FaceTiming for, with that? Oh, maybe it was FaceTime. They FaceTimed before when he was at yeah. the grandparents' house. That might be it. Dad's dad is very patient for for putting up with that. Like FaceTime my yeah. friend and then read this letter. We we, we need a Kelsey family. Well, a Kelsey dad. Episode. I know. I want to oh, yeah. see her and her dad. Her dad Ew. seems like really sweet. Yeah, we've seen him a few times, but not uh, extensively yet. So um, maybe Craig and his dad and Kelsey and her dad can have like a dad out, and they can come along and see them be dads together. Yeah, there's there's some good Craig's dad stuff coming up too, so we'll talk about that. But um, yeah, Craig. Uh, Tra- oh yeah, Craig alone at the creek. He built this uh, fake JP and Kelsey. Oh my um, god, and he, he acknowledges it. It's kind of weird, <laughs> but then he keeps using them anyway. Yeah, there's there's a SpongeBob episode like this. It was also okay, similarly very creepy. Wait, which which one, Alex? Which no. one? Are you uh, the one where like everyone goes uh, to a party anti SpongeBob, and so they leave SpongeBob alone in Bikini Bottom, and he's constructed like fake Patrick and fake Mrs. Puff, and like it, it's all very creepy to the point where like, I think his boat begins following him or something, and like yeah. okay, what great. season yeah. was that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're mo- we're moving on. Let's it might have the later SpongeBob. It's a, when oh, I stopped okay. watching. <laughs> Talk about the witches. The witches are back. Uh, oh, yes. that easily makes this a top episode because there are more witches, clearly. Yeah. Um, their second big appearance, although they also appeared in the uh, the music episode. And uh, yeah, Courtney is going to work at uh, Smoothie Groovy now to save up because she wants to buy a hearse. A hearse! <laughs> and she's going to use it to drive to visit her girlfriend in college. This is the sweetest thing. <laughs> they're like, so they're weird, punk but... goth in a hearse. So romantic. So dedicated to their alternative life. Look, it's so sweet. She says, "Can you imagine showing up in my dorm in a ho- in a hearse?" Yeah, so yes. blatant of them uh, dating. Yeah, it's gonna be so good. It's 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 yeah. It's uh that's so weird, but also wonderful that exchange. Um, yes. Yeah, uh, they think it's a supernatural morality tale with Craig. Um, and uh, Craig's like, "I did yell at the sky." Uh, <laughs> I did. He does it like twice too. <laughs> Yeah, and they go through this whole thing, and then they go to the smoothie groovy, and they make this uh, gross. Uh, uh, also, that, that sequence at the bridge, I like that it ends with, uh, um, it ends like that little dude is a Ryan Tav. It's just like I love him. Like it's so yeah. cute. It's like yeah. uh, that, that they're indulging him, but it's because they're actually having fun about it. It's not like they're trying to get rid of him. So I, I just like that that little detail to add to the characters. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're willing to play the part he has given them and play it the best they can. Yeah, I think that's one view. Another view is they are messing with him. Um, the, like they they do force him to eat this gross thing, like because they they uh, trick him into doing that. Um, so well, he's still a little gullible kid. I mean, <laughs> they are teenagers. Their kindness only goes so far. Right. To be you know, I'm, not, I'm not saying they're they're what they're they're kind of they're a little bit mean, but it's it's all in good fun. I think that's the point of including that at the end too, which is of that scene, which is good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Greg. Uh, Craig eats the, uh, the this gross smoothie, and uh, then all the kids are back. <laughs> And the end. So we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, also like Kelsey. It says like, "What are you talking about?" So like that right? also made me yeah, think like, like wait, wait, that's so like, confusing. You were the one who sent the letter. Like, oh, I might die. <laughs> so like, <laughs> is yeah, it a weird thing? Mean? Yeah, is it a weird thing where Craig was imagining all this? You never know. Um, this is more of a question mark to me than Helen for sure. I will say that it was it was just uh, presented, and I think it was presented intentionally like this to be jarring, and uh, it was also just uh, fast because there's so much happening in the episode. Um, but yeah, it was a little it was a little weird. Uh, you just like because you forget that everyone was gone because they were sick. Like by this point, yeah, like five minutes, and then it's like oh they were gone and they're back. Interesting. Like I guess I guess uh, the the witches uh, did did do it. Yeah, it's I guess it's like maybe Steen of Steven University and that it's from Craig's perspective here. So we're seeing that's we're true. Seeing that could happened. be something that they argue for and that would make that make just as much sense. Yeah. Um, yeah what uh, are we satisfied with this as a second witch's appearance here? I think yeah, they were cute together. Like, so like that, that that's yeah. enough for me. <laughs> that's the that's all one, they yeah. need to be a little trickstery and super cute. 
Yeah, and uh, getting a hearse to. Uh, I hope the that. third appearance she has the hearse already. <laughs> I want to see can you, that. Can action. you buy? Can you just buy that? I don't. Apparently, I, in this town they can. She's going to put a down payment on it. I mean, that's what she says. I don't know. Does I don't think she's lying. I think that's her real goal. Let's let's Google here. Hearses for sale. Well, I mean, I'm sure if you're a funeral. <laughs> hearses for sale. Yeah, ca- carsforsale.com. 33 hearses available. <laughs> oh um, my god! See, oh, there's, there's a there's a 2003 used hearses. Cadillac DeVille for eleven thousand five hundred. That's okay. not bad at all. Thirty-seven thousand oh. miles. Okay. That's yeah. Cool. Okay. And you can. You know what? Actually, Dylan, you can store so much more in the back of a hearse. Think of like the storage opportunities. If you're gonna, you know, do a cross-country trip, you want to do it in a hearse. <laughs> or, or if you need all the equipment so for, a, for a seance, you know, like uh-huh. uh, got a lot of room to fit all your incense or whatever. Way cheaper than a truck. Trucks would cost you a pretty penny, but a hearse. No one what, what does she want that. it for? Just for the aesthetic? Is that is, is that the only Maybe she's going to help her girlfriend move all her stuff after she finishes her first year. So she wants yeah. it for the storage capabilities. Yeah, I think the storage, maybe they get good gas mileage. Who knows? They might. I but would she be can, She can keep a coffin back there, but it's actually a cooler. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be so cool. No, they could bring it, it to parties and be no. like, "Hey, we we brought the drinks. Open up yeah. the cup, and there they are." And Everyone their friends would are like, be freaked hey, out that's at that. Really cool. what you... That's no, the that's, point. No, because her, all their friends are going to be just as cool and like into the same stuff as they are. So they're going to love it and high five them. So that's a good point. Yeah, they have other god friends or just that. Them? That person's a hero. Exactly. Is this really goth culture buying hearses? I feel like this is an exaggeration of I think goth culture. Goth culture can be whatever you make of it, as long as there's black involved. <laughs> so yeah, two thousand four for less than ten thousand. Are you? Okay, she should get that one. Alex, you're gonna get really weird, like uh, suggested results now. <laughs> you Google this? I'm fine. All of your that. all of your targeted ads are gonna be. <laughs> I accept my fate. <laughs> Well, th- thank you, thank you, Craig, for Alex for doing did it this for the, the podcast. Yeah, you did it for the podcast. Okay, so um, we'll get we'll get back to this important topic of buying hearses. So let's move on to the climb. Um, we have uh, Craig with his sky mapper uh, invention, where he's going to put his phone on a thing with a balloon and then try to see all of the creek. How expensive are drones? Why would they attempt a homemade drone when drones <laughs> aren't that drones expensive are, anymore? No, they're, are they? Yeah, they're, 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 in the, are they? they're in the hundreds of dollars still. Yeah, that's yeah. not that expensive. Crazy for a kid, kid where is he going to get that? Yeah. I mean, I feel like what was $10 for us is now $25 for today's youth. So, okay, I mean, $100 true, but that's a that different crazy. It's a difference between 25 and you know, $300. But uh, he's, Craig's just ambitious. He wants to invent that. I, I buy this in terms of him, like, wanting to catalog the, the creek and see it from above. That's true. Especially think, for map purposes, I'm guessing. Yeah, and I, oh, I like, uh, I, I, I like the way the show has integrated technology more and more with their phones. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you see one, the shot of uh, the video as it's being recorded in this episode. Previously, you had the uh, the call with uh, Kelsey's dad. Um, so yeah, I, I really do like setting the show in the present and them like using their phones and stuff. That was a big component of this episode was, um, him getting his phone back. Um, gets top at the, stuck at the top of Mount Sycamore, uh, the biggest tree in the creek. I think this is probably another childhood thing, like a really big tree being fascinating. Yeah. Um, and everyone wants to be able to things climb getting it just stuck to... in the tree. Yes. Yeah, and people carving trees. their names into it. People will carve names into anything that's wooden. Also, especially like, trees. Yeah, that definitely. And climbing trees is, was a big thing as a kid. Yes, um, yeah. But they don't. They don't really climb. Like they don't like climb trees like kids do. They like climb it like a mountain in the south. Well, that because that was a mountain of a tree, though. That was a special case scenario. Right. So okay, but yeah, I feel like uh, we could have a separate tree climbing episode where you just uh, tr- climb trees normally. Like that's that's another thing that was big as a kid and it's completely irrelevant yeah. as, a, as an adult is climbing trees. Um, because because I grew up in Utah, we only had two kinds of trees. We had those white ones, um, and then we had pine trees. And I was so desperate to climb trees, I would climb the pine trees, knowing I was going to get sap all over my head, and then just accepting that I was sappy head. Sappy like, head twice a week for years. Yeah, because of the tree sap, is that especially your nickname, in pine sappy trees. Head? No, no, thankfully that wasn't, but like I had a savvy head, <laughs> had a lot of weird haircuts. I didn't know Michelle was a tree climber as a kid. I don't think oh, I, I really, I love climbing trees. Interesting. I think I was, I oh, think I was too so cautious to, to climb trees as a kid. 
Um, you do get really scraped up. Like your knees are going to be pretty funky for a while and your legs. So if you don't like those very much, you're willing to abandon them to nature. It's a good time to climb. Abandon them to nature. So Michelle related to the, the, the climbing kids that we. Yeah. That so yeah. So they are Matreya and Abby is who we meet here. Um, what do we think of Matreya and Abby? They're, I feel like they're kind of like surfer kids who are yeah, just yeah, for like rock Matreya. climbing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So I guess this is this version because there's not like an ocean here. So we just uh, this is their surfer version. Um, they they were nice though. Um, I, I, I again though introducing more. I feel like like this could have easily been two other characters we'd seen who just like were into climbing for this episode but no we're introducing more characters and i'm sure we'll see them again at some point in the background uh these are probably older kids right yeah they, they seem, did, a, little seem older. A, li- a little bit older yeah but Maybe i would like it's pr- 14 not as old as yeah not as old as like the elders though i'd say um or like craig's brother maybe could be could be bernard's age i don't know um yeah but craig uh yeah, there's this whole thing about how uh, Craig doesn't have his phone, so he didn't know they ordered pizza uh, with his family. He has to eat this scary, scary salad. Why do people even get salad with pizza? You know what you want when you <laughs> order pizza. It's not salad. It's not Just salad. order a nice salad if that's what you want, but don't don't combine them. I feel like some pizza places do like, hey, if you buy two pizzas, you yeah. get a free salad sort of thing. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's what that was. Because yeah. they're a pizza place, and they're like, oh, why did we get this pizza? Why do we get the salad? Our pizza shot, but we'll give it away. Yeah, I think I think it was the the free salad for sure. <laughs> they didn't they didn't seem interested in the salad. But the best parts of these scenes were uh, the stuff with Craig's dad, where uh, he made Bernard take the pictures of him harness. and the pizza. No, no, first the pictures with the pizza. Then, okay, uh, yeah, no, that was very cute. But the phone harness is such a dad thing. And, and I the phone it. holster. Yeah, what do you think of the phone holster, yeah. Michelle? It's just so, it's such a dad thing. Like, um, like, I'm sure, like, my stepdad probably has one that he made out of leather from a leather working class he took because he was bored one day. So it's just, it feels very dad. Yeah, it feels very dad. Al- Alex, I could, I could envision you with a phone holster. What? Why? Am I supposed to take this as an insult or as a compliment? Or well, respond. Could you? Could you ever see yourself with the phone holster? Oh my god! Uh, Yeah, eighty-two. You can't hold phone normal anymore. See, my my thing is, what makes this different from a pocket? You're just adding extra steps here. (laughs) I agree with that. No, it's it's different, Alex, because it's like literally like a fanny pack for your phone. That's the difference. Like it's, it's the same. Well, not, not really pack. because you're putting yes. in the same is it, position. Is like a fa- is <laughs> but nobody wallets on the outside of their pants. So why would you have a phone on the outside of your pants? I have. I have. That's where I keep my phone. Right out. Right outside pocket. I feel like it's the same thing. Where, where where do you keep your phone? Let's discuss that. I, I keep it in my pocket because that's the, the where the easiest. <laughs> like place everyone knows. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, Plus, the phone. Does. Alex, Alex, Alex has like guy pockets, so like a phone really would fit in there. So why wouldn't you put it there if that's the case? Right, yeah. and also I don't have a fancy phone, so like I think a, har- a holster might be good if you want to show off your phone. So like, if, like part of <laughs> it, whip it out like a pistol in the west. Yeah, or like part of it is sticking out because I think the holster like it does it doesn't cover the phone all the way. So like if you want people to know you have like an iPhone or something, so you stick it in, you leave like the top half that has the Apple logo on it. Like it might work like that if you really want to show it off. But like I have a middle-aged dad's so. getting street cred. Yeah, I think we've discussed the, the phone holster to enough of an extent. Um, we also in this episode we also have the uh, Craig climbing yes. the tree and. Uh, the oh best maybe best gag from the episode is when JP gets stung by the the wasp and uh, get Kelsey like puts a sheet over his head. He's like, warm now. Yeah, there, his face should be warm now. Yeah, that, yeah, that was really cute. Yeah, that's that's a great one. What? And then Craig gets to the uh, gets his phone and then also goes to the top of the tree and um, like starts uh, drawing. I guess uh, a map of of like the surrounding areas of the creek. I don't know, but I thought that was a great shot though at the end. If I were Craig, I'd be scared of climbing down. Because at that point, like, great, you made it to the top. But, like, look how high up you are. It's very precarious. Like, trees are very, very thin on the tops. Even a really big old tree would be pretty thin. So he's lucky he had belay friends to help him. Belay friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's they did say that word a lot. <laughs> that's that's true. Um yeah, very uh, professional climb that they they embarked on here, and um, 
yeah, just a, I think it's a nice, uh, solid episode. And the shot at the end's great, and a lot of uh, good, good gags and stuff throughout. Um, let's. I can't believe we haven't talked that much about Big, Big Pinchy yet. Pinchy. Okay, so crawfish is this a Maryland thing? Uh, I always been uh, think thought of crawfish as like a southern thing. Crayfish. You say um, crawfish, I say crayfish. They say uh, crayfish. It's one of those orange, orange things. Yeah. Uh, crawfish. I think crawfish are different from crayfish. Is oh that, really? Is, is that is that what's are is they that both, my head are they doing both a weird thing then? Miniature lobsters? What a crawfish look like? How are they? No, no, they no. Apparently, apparently they're the out. same thing. Oh really? Yeah, a crayfish, also known as crawfish, at crawdads. Okay, so we're the same both thing. right. That that could be a uh, a Maryland thing, but not something that I uh, uh, have experience with. Maybe to, closer to the coast or uh, with with crayfish, and they're picking them out of the the, the river or the creek, I guess. And uh, the forest scouts are there. Yeah. Um, but this this uh, is the setup for JP's iconic Big Pinchy song. He makes oh. a really good sea captain. He has the voice. He has the hat. He has the he has the the story. He has the scar. He has total. He is a sailor. Yes, uh, great uh, sailor. Uh, JP is here, uh, Michelle. Uh, you uh, iconically are a huge fan of Do the JP. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even mention that song to me ever again. I can't believe they did it at Comic Con. Like, oh man, that's a lot. It's a lot of that song everywhere. So, since you're such a big fan of Do the JP, what do you think of the Big Pinchy song? I'm not sure the Big Pinchy song is going to be as memorable as the JP, but I think it's infinitely better. It's oh, a way better. more fun song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alex, it tells more Pinchy. of a story. Yeah, it is a story. Is Big Pinchy a better song than Do the JP, Alex? No, I think Do the JP is more fun. It's more danceable. Can you reflects, wave your arms reflects, around? Is that yeah, why? It reflects JP as a character more. Um, that is probably true, yeah. Uh, I, I like the ending line of the song. It was like, he'll pinch it ye. Like, yeah, ye that's really is, cute. Think, like, that, that's fine. But like the rest of the like you said, it's not as memorable of a song. Do the JP it, it is more earning of the title iconic as, as opposed to this song no i think this is a great i actually think it, like musically is a better song than, than yeah uh, like composition JP. wise and yeah. lyrics wise <laughs> but, but maybe not as memorable true um it's it's great though but listen gotta gotta keep listening to big pinchy where is it on youtube gotta gotta get that up and uh it comes back at the end too with the the picture montage um, but then most of the episode is them uh their journey to to find big pinchy and craig's recording it um, can, can I say how, uh, another relatable thing? Kelsey being very anti-photogenic, like that—that that was me yeah, as a kid for a while. Same. Like if someone was recording, I'd try to find ways to like get out of the picture. Like if somebody's taking a photo, I'd like try hiding behind a taller person. Like for some reason, I just hated being in photos as a kid. Especially because like people would tag you and put it on Facebook or something, and you know your friends would see it, and that's just a whole other level of mortification right there. Yeah, uh, Kelsey camera shy was very cute. Um, I'm I, I'm still that though. I still don't want to be in pictures, so I, I relate to that even now. Um, and uh, I think that's an interest. It's an interesting trait for Kelsey to have because she's so uh, bombastic most of the time. Um, so I, I I like adding that dimension to her. Um, we have the J- so JP is following a butterfly into a yard. Then there's this. Uh, they see the dog. Um, and uh, my favorite part is the tree that it looks flustered, frustrated with its children. Oh, I also like. The tree gag that's all i'll say yeah okay alex what do you think of the tree um it it, it did look like a, a a parent shouting at its children um that, that was a very accurate description uh yeah there's a there's a good sight gag um then they're in the cave and uh this whole thing with uh, jp's upset that craig was so focused on jason um i think this is maybe the weakest part of the episode for me just because we've done craig being obsessed with jason before um, so that it feels, it feels like uh, we we've been here. Yeah. Also, Why is also, that I... a bigger ship? Ship? Shipping. Yeah. I mean, you guys talk about Helen, who we haven't even really met yet. But I mean, there's <laughs> been Craig and Jason going actually threats in the background this whole season. I mean, oh, again, they're like children, so I don't really want to ship them. But like teenager them's, maybe <laughs> they can work something out. Because oh. they're because wow, because Craig won't th- stop thinking about Jason. Wow, you're convincing me, Michelle. <laughs> No, no, for real. And like love and hate are both very strong emotions. 
questions and they can flip flop sometimes. Okay. Can't be a romance novel. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. Okay. I, I guess so. I could, I could buy it. I'll Jason sucks though. That's, that's why we don't. Well, do he's also like a little snooty kid. He won't be a little snooty kid forever. He has time. We're slowly humanizing Jason here. Um, but, I mean, we, yeah. we were, but not in this. Episode. We were. Not, not yeah. Not, episode. not this one. Yeah, we see, uh, we find Big Pinchy under the rock, and uh, we see this. That was flat- okay. I guess it. That was literally my favorite part of the episode, the Big Pinchy reveal. Because when he pulls up, like I know, like maybe it wasn't going to be alive anymore. I was a little scared for Big Pinchy, but then you look at him, and he's this really old, really tired crayfish, and that's like the sweetest, most endearing thing I've ever seen. Like, good on him for staying alive that long and getting so big and being so tired and old he's just he's winning at life by being alive <laughs> at this point frankly and that's so that's so exciting and it makes me really happy and warms my heart i loved how tired he looked it was so cute okay michelle is very excited about the old crawl the old crawl uh, how do, how do yeah. you feel when you go to red lobster and you see those really old lobsters that hang out in the corner of the tank they, they make put me there? so sad and they're always like piled on top of each other and they don't have room and it makes right. me really sad right. yeah i want them i want them to not be eaten i want them to go back and right. get really I, really big I, like today, we, today we've learned that michelle is passionate about uh crustaceans old crustaceans when they look really tired especially that's like an <laughs> extra selling point the spongebob also has an old crustacean his name is mr crabs <laughs> and I like mr. it's crabs. also very okay, don't bring up mr crabs okay <laughs> Yes. So some this... call. So his friends call him Big Pinchy. No, that's hey, no one calls hey. Um, we we get this flashback of JP younger JP finding uh, Big Pinchy, and then there's that this weird cute. weird shot of them as old, um, playing on a ship. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot about that. And Kelsey looks amazing as. Does, old does Kelsey have stubble person. in that? that yeah, it looks great. She looks amazing. This is very random. I thought. Um, Tangentially related to what we're talking about, but it was uh, very powerful, though, seeing seeing them older. Um, yeah, inter- interesting sequence. And then we take uh, this, this, we have this montage of pictures with Big Pinchy. Um, I thought this was a fun, ep- a very fun episode overall. Oh, totally. Very lighthearted, most yeah. of it. Yeah, it's it's fine, but I think for Craig of the Creek that they've done a bit better with like the more the moral side of things. And I think, like you mentioned, the whole Jason stuff kind of falls flat. And uh, like there are good gags in here, but I think compared to other Craig of the Creek episodes, it's on the lower tier. I was about to be outraged because I forgot there was a moral. <laughs> it's like, why? <laughs> Big Pinchy's great all on his own. Nothing needs to be fixed. It's perfect. I was like, oh, wait, no, there was a moral about Craig needing to not care about Jason and yeah, be a better person. A, it's like, whatever. But- like- I mean, yeah, I'm willing to forgive that for not being strong because you you got Sea Captain JP, you got Song, <laughs> you got tired, endearing, lovable, big pinchy in the flesh, and that just that that tips the scales dramatically in my favor for the episode overall. But yeah, I see your that, point. Alex just needs to open his heart to Big Pinchy. That's yeah. Uh, I don't know why uh, you're so closed off to the uh, fan favorite, Michelle favorite, uh, old crawfish. <laughs> Can we have a new Discord channel for Pick Pinch? <laughs> no, no, it is not. No, no. We're, we're, this is well, not where, where's his level. social media channel? If, I, exactly. if I've got an account to follow, then maybe I'll pay more attention exactly. to him. <laughs> Someone make him okay, a Twitter, so we need, we need the t- We need the tie-in Big Pinchy Twitter? Okay. I'm, yes. I'm glad that's, uh, that's where we've uh, landed on here. Um, so, Michelle, overall, these five episodes, final thoughts? Oh, they're all so good. They've brought back so much nostalgia. And the really good character stuff, really good jokes, really good character stuff, like all around, like this is one of those shows you want to watch when you want to like feel really good, but also think about your past and how great certain things are and maybe go outside and explore the woods. Maybe go outside, Michelle. Yeah, maybe optional, but maybe no, no outside in podcasting. We're not about that. Yeah, no, no, no. Alex, uh, will you will you be going outside? And what are your final thoughts on these episodes? 
I will not be going outside because I think what makes this show special is that everyone who's in the creek is just so pure and so uh, so innocent. And I don't think if I go outside today, if I meet other people in the forest, <laughs> they're going to be, be as kind <laughs> to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're not uh, you're not willing to randomly go into the forest and try to make creek friends as well. Uh, un- unfortunately, not. Um, also, the creek I have near me is very dirty. I think like there's a sewer stuff going on. There's a sewer so, here too. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, but uh, this sewer doesn't really uh, put. Uh, I guess no. The, those science kids were actually measuring the pH level of the wa- of the creek, so maybe maybe there is some stuff going on there. But anyways, um, yeah. The, the, these episodes, while they don't make me want to go outside, but they do make me feel very comfortable. That their comfort food is the way I describe these episodes. Um, as we mentioned, Doorway to Helen and Last Kid in the Creek do very interesting things. Uh, the T- Tabitha and uh, Courtney are great char- side characters, as well as Matreya. Like I, I like Matreya and the climb, like just his surfer broiness vibe. Uh, there's one like, let me quote one of my famous bros of all time. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so there's, the, 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 there's the nice side stuff to accompany Craig, Kelsey, and JP. And uh, yeah, so they're they're just they're doing more interesting things with their stories than I was expecting, and that's just helping to keep keep it fresh every time I check in with new, a new batch of episodes. Yeah, uh, well another, said. Yeah, well said. Another wonderful batch of episodes. Story to Helen. Very going to be a long time memorable episode of the show. And uh, we really learned recently, Craig the Creek renewed for season two in 2019. Oh yeah. That's very but exciting. We, we don't know how long this current season is. We don't know how long this season is. Um, probably 15, 15 more episodes, I guess. That or, I mean, that's Summer summer Camp Island's going to 20 plus 20, but we don't even know that really either. So, um, yeah, kind of unclear. But we'll, we'll see how many more Craig episodes we get. If they continue to release it in this, like, five-episode batch format, when the next episodes will be, we don't know any of that yet. So, um, But whenever it is, we'll be back talking more Craig of the Creek. Let us know what you thought of these episodes on OverlyAnimated.com. If you click on the article or on our YouTube, OverlyAnimated.com slash YouTube. Um, let us know uh, what you thought of JP's comments on YouTube and whether you you would subscribe to JP's YouTube channel. And whether you've accepted Big Pinchy into your heart um, like Alec is not. Alex is not. Uh, and there's only one right answer to that question, by <laughs> yes, the way. Yes, the answer is yes. <laughs> uh, if, uh, find everything else at OverlyAnimated.com. We've got uh, DuckTales, um, Mysticons, and more this weekend. Uh, Marvel Rising as well. Uh, podcast up at OverlyAnimated.com. And uh, you can join us on Discord, OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. We have a Craig channel there. You can support us via Patreon, Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Beatriz, a.k.a. Beatrix Cavendish. And thank you as always to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Hugh. Um, yep, back for more Craig whenever we get more Craig. I don't know, that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Adios.